discipleship for the BFC family. Our reading today comes from 1 Kings 3, verses 1 through 15. Here's what God's word says. Solomon made a marriage alliance with Pharaoh, king of Egypt. He took Pharaoh's daughter and brought her into the city of David until he had finished building his own house and the house of the Lord and the wall around Jerusalem. The people were sacrificing at the high places, however, because no house had been built for the name of the Lord. Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of David his father. Only he sacrificed and made offerings at the high places. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. Solomon used to offer a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give you. And Solomon said, You've shown great and steadfast love to your servant David, my father, because he walked before you in faithfulness, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart toward you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love, and have given him a son to sit on his throne this day. And now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of David my father, although I am but a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of your people, whom you have chosen a great people, too many to be numbered accounted for multitude. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, that I may discern between good and evil, for who is able to govern this great people of yours? It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. And God said to him, Because you have asked this, and have not asked for yourself long life, or riches, or the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right, Behold, I now do according to your word. Behold, I give you a wise and discerning mind, so that none like you has been before you, and none like you shall arise after you. I give you also what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that no other king shall compare with you all your days. And if you will walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments, as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. And Solomon awoke, and behold, it was a dream. And then he came to Jerusalem and stood before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and offered up burnt offerings and peace offerings and made a feast for all his servants. This is the word of the Lord. I want to talk to you today about ignorance versus presumption. This story from the early life of King Solomon gives us a picture of a happy time in the king's life, a time when he was young and humble and open to the Lord's leading. Whenever we read about the life of Solomon, our thoughts are inevitably colored with thoughts of his later failures in life. Solomon started well enough, but he didn't finish well. These verses from his early years give us a picture of both his strength and his failure, all present in him from the very beginning of his reign. Solomon's remarkable life can only be accounted for through the blessing of God being upon him. So what can we learn by studying his story, summarized here in these verses? We learn first that the seeds of Solomon's failure were present in him from the very beginning of God's dealings with him. 
The text mentions two things that Solomon did at the beginning of his reign that would eventually result in ultimate failure. We're told that he made an alliance with Egypt and married Pharaoh's daughter, bringing her to Jerusalem. Now, this was something that the word of God given through Moses strictly forbade. The second and third verses tell us that Solomon also permitted and participated in another forbidden practice. He allowed the people to continue to sacrifice at the high places, local sites near where the people lived, rather than insisting that they come to God's tabernacle to make their sacrifices. This also was forbidden in Scripture. The seeds of failure were present in Solomon's life at the very beginning and became major snares to him the older he became. Nevertheless, as we read in this text, we find that God seems to have overlooked these weaknesses. He poured out his blessing on Solomon anyway. Verse 10 tells us that God was frankly pleased with Solomon's desire for wisdom above the self-serving gifts many lesser men crave from God. How can it be that God would overlook Solomon's violations of his law? Well, the answer must be that Solomon acted in ignorance when he married Pharaoh's daughter and when he offered sacrifices at the high places. Remember, Solomon was a teenager when he did these things. He probably did them simply because he just didn't know any better. God chose to overlook Solomon's weaknesses and looked at his heart instead. And what he saw in Solomon's heart at that time made the heart of God glad. God blessed Solomon, even though Solomon acted in ignorance, because he did those things with an innocent heart toward God. Solomon was trying to do the best he could, so God gave his ignorance a pass. But God reacted very differently later in Solomon's life. Now, how could that be? Well, the difference is that when Solomon grew up, studied God's law, and became aware of God's rules, Solomon continued to disobey the Scripture's commands. Solomon's sin became presumption rather than ignorance. Presumption is when you know that God has said, don't do that, and you go ahead and do it anyway. To sin presumptively makes one an evildoer, someone who knows that what he's doing is forbidden by God, but does it anyway. When Solomon did those same things in ignorance, he wasn't being evil, he was just being ignorant. He was a wrongdoer, in other words. There's a difference between being a wrongdoer and an evildoer. What happened in Solomon's mind between those two points? Did Solomon assume that God would continue to give him a pass because the Lord had overlooked his earlier failures? If that was what he was thinking, he got it completely wrong. When Solomon's foreign wives enticed him to set up pagan altars in Jerusalem so that he could worship their false gods with them, God didn't overlook Solomon's sins at all. So what's our lesson from all of this? Well, one lesson is this. If you don't want to be in trouble with God later in life, you better take care of business today. Don't wait to find and throw out those things in your life that God has said are against his character. From Solomon, we learn that if weaknesses of ignorance are not rooted out and gotten rid of, they'll only be, lead to disaster eventually. When ignorance turns to presumption, things have reached a whole new level as far as God is concerned. Let's pray. 
Lord, in the light of what we've learned today, perhaps our prayer should be Psalm 19, 13. That word says, keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgressions. Lord, hear our prayer for Jesus' sake. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Remember, deal today with the sins that may trip you up tomorrow. Tomorrow.